welcome to the Godsy Girl Podcast, inspiration and encouragement for all women inside and outside ministry. Hello, hello, hello. It has been a minute since I've recorded a podcast. It's been a while. Uh, My reason for being away from you for a bit was a little bit shameful and a little bit noble. Okay, a little bit of both. The shameful part is that my husband got me the coolest MacBook Pro you could imagine. Um, It is really, really cool. But the shameful part is I hadn't learned how to record a podcast on it. So it took me a little time. And now that I um, have figured that out, I am back, I will say. However, I haven't missed a beat um, on godsygirl.com or married to a pastor. So if you are only listening to me um, through the podcast, I invite you to find me at my, um, my summer home and my winter home. No, I'm kidding. I do post one at, on one more than the other. So Godsy Girl, G-O-D-S-Y Girl, Dot com is where you can find me um, and really hear what's in my heart um, and what's going on. I um, not only talk about my heart and my going on, my goings on, I should say, I also have totally transitioned to a Christian lifestyle blog for women. So that means I am talking everything from makeup to hair to um, recipes, and I really just want to share my life as it is. Um, with the ones who read my blog post. Um, There's so much more than just the inspiration that I offer. And there's so much more than the women's ministry resources that I offer. Um, There's so much more to me. And there's so much more to you. So um, totally have expanded that baby. And I'll tell you, my feedback has been amazing. And the stats are showing that I should have done this a long time ago. I really should have. But you know what? We're always growing, learning, exploring. And then God has a way, as you probably know, of shifting gears on you. If you've ever driven a stick shift, you know what I'm talking about. But really shifting the gears and um, getting you into a place of where you are no longer comfortable. So I don't know which has happened or which has transpired in terms of me transitioning to um, a lifestyle blog um, for Christian women, or um, I don't know, maybe God shifted gears, but I have felt for a long time that I was supposed to go this way, but I just, I did what we do. I waited. (laughs) And I want to encourage you, whatever God is telling you to do, don't wait. Don't be like me. I want you to be brave. I want you to jump out there and just start taking the first steps to making whatever it is happen. It could be as simple as researching. It could be as simple as just kind of getting yourself prepared to do it. Um, But do it. Do it. Don't wait. Why would you wait? Um, I do wait from time to time. I do wait a lot. Let's be honest. And when God tells me something, I'm sitting on it for a while. And when I do it, I always, always kick myself for waiting so long. So um, one day I'll learn, right? I hope so. (laughs) But I did want to talk to you about Christian bullies today. Um, And not necessarily bullies that are Christians, but us dealing with these people who want to bully us and take advantage of what they know about Christianity in order to do so. 
I did a blog post um, about this, and it's called How to Handle a Bully as a Christian. I was going to talk about Christian bullies, and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to give them that much shine or attention because that's what they're always trying to do and accomplish anyway is to get attention. So no, no, I'm not going to give them that attention. I'm going to focus on what has helped me in managing um, to deal with these Christian bullies (laughs) and what has... um, what, what, what really the mistakes I've made too. Um, I, I'm not going to talk about the mistakes so much in the podcast. Um, I'm sorry, in the blog, but I will in the podcast. So first of all, I'm going to tell you, everybody knows what a, what a bully is, right? So I'm going to tell you first off, some of the mistakes I have made is doing what the young people call clapping back. That is the biggest waste of time ever. Um, When we clap back, that means we are replying in a like manner to a bully or we're getting a person kind of straight. That doesn't work. You know what? I thought about it, too. And I said, you know what? Bullies, I've seen them on Instagram, um, on celebrities posts. I've seen them on Twitter. You know, I said Twitter on Twitter, (laughs) you know, um, with celebrities and pastors and Hollywood people. And very often they don't reply back. They just ignore them. And I thought, man, isn't it wild that, you know, Hollywood even knows that you can't fight a bully on his own terms or her own terms. It's just foolish because you're really feeding their negative energy and giving them again what I said they want, which is what? Attention. So I have done that. I've tried that. I've done the clap back. And I'll tell you, when I have done it, it seems to make this thing last forever. Whatever beef that I have with them or they have with me, it just drags it out when I reply in like manner. So I will tell you, first tip, do not reply in like manner. Instead, do what I'm encouraging you to do in the blog post and handle it God's way. His way is always best. I'm going to tell you, I I really have tried (laughs) things not his way, and his way always is best. If only we would get the sense to obey him quickly. I remember Carolyn Cofield was a pastor's wife. Um, When I grew up, she was the pastor's wife of our church. And one of the things that I loved about her is she knew how to make the scripture something that I can understand, something that I can attain to, something that I could ascribe to, that I can make it happen and make it um, work in my life, right? And one of the examples of just that is when she said that she taught her children to obey her quickly, to obey her quickly. I remember at the time I had no children. Um, I was (laughs) early 20s and I'm in my 50s now to give you some perspective. I never forgot that lesson. And she said that there could be a circumstance in which her children are maybe, I don't know, playing in the street. And she sees a truck coming, but they do not. And she yells out, stop, or run, or come here. She needed the young people to be able to respond to her in a fast, quick, and swift manner. Because in doing so, it could literally save their lives, right? 
And similarly, we need to learn to obey God quickly. We need to do whatever we have to do, but we need to be able to stop when he tells us something and do it immediately. That's a lesson I'm still learning in my 50s, and I've been walking with the Lord a long time. But um, it's a lesson that we all need to master. Don't you agree? Well, in context of talking about the bullies, let's get hopping on that. In the blog post, I talked about why, very briefly, but why people are bullies. What makes a person become a bully? Do you know what I found in a peer-researched article? Um, I should say peer-reviewed, but it was a research article about bullies, right? And the researcher, I believe her name was Jacqueline Adams. You can go to godseegirl.com and... um, find the resource, and I even put a reference, so in case you wanted to find the article. But um, basically what she said is that bullying is a learned behavior, a learned behavior. Now, it could be either a person learned it because they were bullied, right, especially during those formative years, or it could be something that they observed. But either way, it's something that I think should prompt a response of more so pity than honestly anger because something is wrong. Have you heard um, the book? I don't know if the book is out or not, but there's a there's been a lot of um, Oprah interviews about this book that um, basically it's, let me just say what it's about because I can't remember the context for the book. I, mean, I don't follow Oprah like that. But basically it was saying that when people respond in a certain way to things that are, you know, in a bad way or an undesirable way, that we should ask maybe instead of what's wrong with you, ask what has happened to you. Now, this was no epiphany for me. I've always thought that. I've always thought that people are mean because something happened to them that made them that way. And so very often, my first response to that behavior like yours is, of course, you know, defensive, yeah, and negative, right? But I'll be honest, I would love to sit here and say I pray instantly for them. But you know, sometimes people who are mean to me, I feel the response, I feel the that, you know, almost like the emotional gag reflex <laughs> to, to, to strike back. I'm not perfect. And anybody who listens to this and wants to pretend that they're perfect, you you find another podcast because I want to talk about real things. Okay. And the real thing is that we are human beings. Okay. We are Christians, but we are living in a human reality as we strive to be like Christ. Now, the funny thing about it, is we're all in different points of the maturation process, but none of us have reached it to the point of being perfect, unless you're listening from heaven and you've gotten your renewed body, everything. I mean, no, I'm being silly, but you know what I mean. So um, we often want to retaliate when we're treated badly, but I think that more often than not, and I'm at that stage in my life, honestly, where I, I do feel frustrated by people, but sometimes I have to ask myself, what happened to that baby? What happened to that sweetheart that makes him or her act like that, right? Um, so remember that when you're interacting with a bully, that something might have been very traumatic happened to them. Somehow they got the short end of the stick in life that makes them act and respond 
in the way that they are choosing to respond. Compassion. If anything should click your compassion switch or your compassion button, it should be that concept. Think about that for a moment. Now, let's talk about where we find these bullying people. <laughs> where do they camp out? Um, they're everywhere, right? <laughs> You'll find a bully in the line at the grocery store. You'll find a bully on, oh my gosh, rush hour traffic. I think that all of the closeted bullies come out during rush hour traffic, okay? I don't care, but they just, they just surface. Um, you're going to definitely find them in the workplace, right? And here's another kicker. You're going to find them in church. You're going to find them in church. Uh, I always say <laughs> we like to pretend that church is um, a place of a bunch of perfect people. But the reality is the church is comprised of a bunch of imperfect people who are broken. And the only difference between them and the crazy people in the world is that we have a savior. We are all basically cuckoos. <laughs> we, we just have found the right hospital. And that is what the church is for us. Um, so I will tell you, you're going to find bullies in the church, people who are going to take advantage of whatever power they have or even power they perceive that they have to try to disadvantage someone else in some way. A lot of times a bully looks like a person on a power trip, plain and simple, somebody who is just drunk with power and they're using it in a way that they are oppressing other people. And they are nothing like Jesus Christ when they are doing that. And so even if you may um, be listening to this and you may have some bully tendencies. I want you to be do a self-assessment and think about it. How do you treat people who to with whom you have power over? If you have some degree of power, how are you treating them? How are you speaking to them? How are you interacting with them? You need to be aware of these things because it's the little foxes the little foxes that cause us the biggest problems. I know as a pastor's wife, I often think about that. Um, when I, I led the women's ministry, I was very sensitive to how I came across and how things were communicated. I would reread emails to make sure that I wasn't taking on any type of bullying mentality, even without knowing it, right? Um, but I, I think it's something that we should always assess for if we have power over anyone. Are we using that power to oppress someone else or to make them feel not good about themselves or to lord our power over them? Okay. I really feel like most bullies don't have any power, right? But they want to suppose themselves or propose themselves to have power. Um, so that's often comes from, a, like I said, what they've learned, what they've seen, or even an insecure place inside of them. Whatever the reason, I want you to know that the bullies are out there. <laughs> They're out there. And I want you to also make sure you keep a, if you're in a position of power, that you keep a antenna on your own self so you don't become a bully without even knowing it, without even realizing it, right? So I want you, and if you have, let me say this another thing. If you have, I want you to give yourself some grace, okay? And know that, hey, remind yourself, I'm not perfect, but I'm learning. I'm trying. And so what God holds us accountable for is the things that we know to do right. If you know to do right and you don't, then it becomes sin. But if you don't know, 
to do right, you know what? I don't think he's going to hold you as accountable for that. So if you're listening to this and you're in a position of women's ministry or power, I want you to be aware of that. Okay, and then confess it and ask the Holy Spirit to help you. That's what his job is to give us the power to be able to do life. Right. So I want you to be aware of that. But I want to also spend some time talking about the response, the response for um, interact to interacting with a bully. In Godsy Girl, I talk about that at length in this post that, um, depending on when you hear this, but I just posted it today. And I talk about it in length about what, what our response is to be. I talk about, first of all, that, you know what, our weapons are not the weapons that people of the world use. And by that, I mean people who aren't Christian. They fight and retaliate and respond to bullies in a completely different way than we do, right? You know the scripture that the weapons are, of our warfare are not carnal, 2 Corinthians 10 and 4, right? But they are different, right? So we don't fight the way the world fights. So when the world is oppressed, they come out swinging, right? They come out cussing. (laughs) They come out with the head going from side to side really fast. We don't do that. That's not our response as Christians. Our response is to pray, number one. That's one of the weapons we use. We pray, and we know and recognize that in the spirit, most of this stuff has its seeds. The things that are manifest in the natural, it has a seed in the kingdom of darkness and in spiritual realms, right? So you you fight on your knees, okay? You fight on your knees. That's how you deal with a bully. You pray. You pray that God gives you the strength. You tear down those strongholds. You cause the enemy to cease by the authority that you have in Jesus Christ, right? And you also, you also have to pray for your enemy. We have to pray for those and bless those who persecute us and despitefully use us. Um, No way around it. I'll tell you, that's going to be the hardest prayer you ever have to pray. Because <laughs> I like the imprecatory prayers that David prayed, where he said, get them, Lord. I want you to get them and make dogs eat of their flesh. But no, that's not how <laughs> we pray in, as New Testament saints, right? Yeah, I know you laughing. That was funny. But no, but that's how, not how we pray. We pray that God will bless them. And sometimes I even find myself when I have a bully in my life, I pray that God, whatever it is that's wounded them and caused them to respond in the way that they're responding, that you would affirm them, you would heal them, you would restore them, that you would let me be a conduit of love for them so that they can see that they are loved. Um, Those kinds of things. That's how we handle a Christian bully. And I'll tell you, the Holy Spirit, I put Galatians 5. 516 in there um, in the blog post too because the Holy Spirit will guide us and the Bible old school says if we obey the Spirit we will not obey the lust of the flesh so the lust of the flesh is for me to want to punch you in the stomach right but because I walk in the Spirit 
I'm not going to punch you in the stomach. Instead, my, my, my result and response will be the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, tolerance, all of that, self-control. It'll be all of those things. That will be my response because the Holy Spirit is living inside me and I'm walking in him. And so he will enable me to do that. I also give an example which is the perfect bully example you will find. And that is of David and Goliath, honey. Goliath was the perfect quintessential bully. You look up bully in a dictionary, it should be a picture of Goliath. He was acting a stone cold fool, wasn't he? Remember, he was going around shouting at people and making all this noise and talking about everybody and playing the dozens and the children of Israel army was all scared and silent until David rose up right you remember that David rose up and he was like who is this uncircumcised Philistine coming up in here basically issuing all these wolf tickets you know this is my this is the Terry translation Eugene Peterson you got your translation I got my homegirl Terry translation no I'm kidding but um this is not actually a translation just for those who are theologians I'm joking but um basically David was like I'm not having it I'm having none of this okay David basically just as loud as Goliath was like who this fool who is this fool and what does he want (laughs) right and basically David knew who he was in Christ he knew the power that he had in his God and so he wasn't scared so when you're interacting with these bullies and they're trying to oppress you honey you better remember whose you are you belong to Jesus Christ. You belong to the God of the universe. He's going to take care of you. Now, it may look like they're oppressing you or they're taking something from you or they fired you or they're whatever. It may look like it in the natural, but don't forget, we live in a spiritual reality. So even though it looks like and maybe even feels like you're being oppressed by the bully, they ain't doing nothing to you. They are not doing anything because God said that the heart of the king is in his hand. Everybody kneels to the altar of Jesus Christ. So they're only doing what is a, God is allowing them to do. And I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I think he allows these bullies in our lives so that we can get up. It's almost like when you have a toddler and they're learning to walk, or maybe that's a crawler, but when they're learning to walk, one of the things that you do is you kind of stand them up on those wobbly legs and maybe dad is on the other side saying, come out, come on, come here. And it's almost cruel because they don't know that they can walk yet. So they fall and they, you, you set them up again, they fall. I think God does that to us because in that practice, in that activity, they're building the muscles in their legs to be able to walk. So in the crushing experiences that we sometimes have to endure at the hand of the bully, I think God is building spiritual muscles in us that will help us to be strong, mature Christian women. So first of all, remember, they have no power to really hurt you. Okay, and then secondly, it could be a setup. Janet Bailey, one of my favorite people in the world, she she spoke a a, um, women's talk a long time ago that said your setback is a setup (laughs) for God to do something awesome in your life. Now, I forgot the exact term because this was like a lot of years ago, but I never forgot it. Sometimes your setback could be a setup for God to rock your world in a good way 
wonderful, awesome way. Amen. So don't sweat those bullies. Do not sweat the small stuff (laughs) because they may think they're oppressing you, but they are not. Okay. I tell a story in the blog post. You'll have to go check it out where I had a bully at my job who um, totally was oppressing not only me, but really everybody. (laughs) I'd never met a meaner person in my life. And I remember I had a David and Goliath moment in front of everyone with that person. And I love the way that the Holy Spirit allowed that to happen and the response he gave me. Because I could have quickly gone into some pride issues because, you know, I was, you know, in those old pictures when they hold up the hero on their shoulders and they carry him around. You know what I'm talking about? I could have had one of those moments because everybody was praising me. But it was, God orchestrated it. He ordered my steps. He even told me how to respond. And that was perfect. Let me be clear. He didn't tell me how to respond. I just did naturally. And because um, I don't want to sound like I got this spooky wooky word from God in, in a meeting. <laughs> no, but my go-to response was one that I'm very proud of. Okay, but you got to check out the blog post and find out all the details about that. And full disclosure, for every success, honey, there have been a million failures. Um, But that was one successful moment where I think God was pleased with how it played out. But again, there have been times where I've dropped that ball completely, where I've made a mistake by letting my mouth take over, and I'd have to go and apologize so that God could somehow get the glory out of it. Here's the thing. Bottom line, in handling them, the bullies, I mean, you do fight the way God tells you to fight not the way that you see on the Real Housewives or something, okay? You fight the way God tells you to fight, on your knees with the Word of God, using the weapons that He has given you to use. But please do not forget to have some compassion on the bullies that you encounter. There's something wrong. That's why they are the way they are. And they often need pity more than they need anger. Amen? As I mentioned in that blog post that I keep promoting, I go to the Word of God. That helps me so much to reaffirm me and to let me know how I should act. But mainly when I am victimized by a bully, I need affirmation more than anything else from God. So let me give you a few scriptures that I know will help. Here's the first one. He is my loving God and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield in whom I take refuge who subdues people under me. Psalm 144.2. Why would you sweat a bully when you know all of this about God? Right? Right. Now, here's another. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. That's Isaiah 41, 10, 13. How about this one? He said, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. That's 2 Samuel 22, 2. This is where you'll say, nice try, bully. God's got me. 
See, because you belong to Jesus Christ, the only power a bully has is power that they perceive or imagine in their own mind. Do not give them any more power than that. Amen? Amen. Here's another scripture. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk blameless. That's Psalm 84 and 11. There you have it. Scriptures to encourage you and advice to sustain you. Don't worry about the bullies, okay? They will always be around, but so will God's faithfulness. Don't sweat it. Hey, let me know what you think. Go over to Godsy Girl. Drop me a comment or go to my Facebook page. And it's Godsy Girl, Terry's Creations, because um, you know I do have that e-store. You can go to shop.godsygirl.com. And see what's popping on the reel. Thank you so much for listening. And I pray that this was a blessing to you and an encouragement to you. If so, hey, you know how to find me. Drop me a note and let me know. I love you. God bless you. Hey, thank you for listening to the Godsy Girl podcast. Be sure to subscribe, hit the four stars, and to find me on social media. On Instagram, look for Godsy Girl is me. Or on Facebook, look for Godsy Girl Terry's creations. And on Twitter, I'm keeping it simple. Godsy Girl, that's all you need to find. And you gotta find me at shop.godsygirl.com. Hey, I'm everywhere. I'm doing a lot. But I'm never too busy to say Jesus Christ is Lord and you are a victorious woman in Jesus. Don't forget to hit the four stars and subscribe. Tell your friends and I'll catch you next time.